Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, February 1st. I'm not here to play political games. Show me your budget. I'll show you mine. Welcome to Divided Government in America. Speaker McCarthy, President Biden meet for their first one-on-one with big-ticket items on the agenda. As we're recording this podcast on Wednesday afternoon, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, the Republican of California, is in the Oval Office with President Biden. And this is the first time since Republicans won the House majority that the new speaker and the president have gotten together to talk about A whole slew of issues, no doubt, but chief among them is how the United States is going to avoid a default. I thought this was a good meeting. We promised we would continue the conversation. We'll see if we can get there. I think at the end of the day, we can find common ground. As you know, the debt ceiling has already been hit. And now, of course, the Treasury Department is employing all those extraordinary measures so that the government can keep paying its bills. But The rubber will hit the road come June or so, according to the Treasury Secretary, and therefore President Biden, Janet Yellen, the rest of the administration applying a ton of pressure to Republicans on Capitol Hill to get going on a plan to raise the debt ceiling so that the full faith and credit of the United States is not in question. Now, the reality is today's meeting is not designed to emerge with some solution to this. That is what the next weeks and months are going to be about. Today's meeting is actually to form a bit of a relationship between these two men who don't know each other all that well, despite their years in Washington. And this is the first time they're really going to have to work together on something big, like the debt ceiling. The political fallout could quickly turn into an economic catastrophe for the United States if these guys don't get this right. But of course, like everything in Washington, there's a loud drumbeat that leads up to a big, important meeting with consequential players. And and that's been underway for the last many days here in the nation's capital. And you can hear McCarthy and Biden have been sort of shadowboxing with each other. I got a big plan. The first question is, does the president want to continue reckless spending or find a way that we could be responsible, sit down and find common ground where we put ourselves on a path to budget? Make a balanced budget. I will not let anyone use the full faith and credit of the United States as a bargaining chip. The United States of America, we pay our debts. This morning, CNN asked Speaker McCarthy if he was going into the meeting with specific cuts in mind. Here's what he said. I'm going to sit down with the president and see if he doesn't want to play politics. And if he wants to start negotiating, let's sit down and start, start negotiating where we can come together for the American public. For the White House's part, Communications Director Kate Bedingfield teed up the expectations they have for the meeting today when she appeared on CNN on Tuesday. The president is going to ask him in this meeting tomorrow, will you commit, will you guarantee to the American people that you will not hold the uh, the economy hostage, you will not hold the full faith and credit of the United States hostage uh, to these negotiations? The president is not going to negotiate over Uh, Congress's constitutional responsibility. The second thing the president's going to do in the meeting tomorrow is say he is putting forward his budget on March 9th, and he's going to call on Speaker McCarthy to put his budget on the table, to be transparent with the American people and say, are are you where are you looking to make these cuts? Are you looking to make cuts to Social Security and Medicare, as many members of your caucus are? 
Now, sources have told CNN that McCarthy and his allies, both on and off Capitol Hill, have been discussing steep cuts to domestic programs, as well as some trims to defense spending. Now, there's a clear attempt to try and avoid cutting Social Security and Medicare, popular programs, and understanding sort of the third rail of politics and how problematic that could be politically if they were to do so. But the discussion around these programs, it really has been all about semantics. You know, McCarthy says he's not going to touch Medicare or Social Security. He seems to mean about those that are actually receiving those benefits today, not necessarily future beneficiaries of those programs or the health of those programs for future generations. Now, the White House and other Democrats question if indeed all and any cuts to Medicare and Social Security are truly off the table. Does that include attempts to slow the growth of those programs over time? These questions are not being answered with any kind of specificity from Kevin McCarthy, and that's clearly by design, as he's just entering into these negotiations with the White House and wants to leave himself some space to maneuver. As for whether or not House Republicans will back off this notion of demanding some spending cuts in order to raise the debt ceiling, and this is precisely what Biden and his team have said they refuse to do, Republicans from the very far right of the conference, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, to more moderate Republicans like Don Bacon of Nebraska, seem pretty aligned that spending cuts will be demanded for a hike in the debt ceiling. If the White House refuses to negotiate, then the president of the United States will be telling the American people that he doesn't know how to lead this country and he doesn't know how to get our fiscal house in order. The president needs to negotiate. We all feel that way. And I think we just got to find a middle ground. And I think once we find a middle ground, we'd, we'd be willing to vote yes on it. But there is also the reality that there are a handful, maybe more than a handful, of House Republicans who simply will not vote to raise the debt ceiling under any circumstance. They could zero out the federal budget, and they are not voting to raise the debt ceiling. Listen to Republican Congressman Tim Burchett of Tennessee explain his thinking on this to my colleague Manu Raju. Yeah, I voted to shut it down under Trump as well. I think we were reckless then, and we're, we're going to be reckless again, and it will never stop. It sounds like you're prepared to go over the cliff if you have to. Over the cliff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shut it down. Of course, add in Greg Pence or Andy Biggs and some others, and you get to the reality that Kevin McCarthy, if indeed he is going to bring a bill to the floor that will raise the debt ceiling and avoid default, he's going to need Democratic members to get on board with that bill as well. So this isn't just a scenario where Kevin McCarthy makes all the demands or otherwise a bill doesn't get to the floor. There is going to be a negotiation underway because it's quite clear some Democratic votes are going to be needed to accomplish the ultimate task here. For his part, Mitch McConnell, the Senate Republican leader, who has said and assured there will not be a default. And yet he said This is not his show. He's backing off and letting Kevin McCarthy take the lead here. He provided this rhetorical backup today for his colleague from across the Capitol. The same president who happily signed off on trillions of dollars of needless party line spending needs to begin good faith negotiations on spending reform with Speaker McCarthy and do it today. As you heard the president at the top, show me your budget. This is a Democratic 
counter message in these negotiations right now. Democrats trying to sort of force Republicans hands to make it clear and specific which programs they are looking to cut as a part of these spending negotiations. Here's Democratic Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. These are debts we incurred. We should just pay them, period. We can't even begin to have any kind of discussion until they show us a plan. And as I said, I doubt they're going to be able to pass that plan with just Republican votes in the House. This is the season of political posturing when it comes to this issue of the debt ceiling. The weeks and months ahead, the hard work, the real negotiations, the pursuit of a pathway out of this without rattling markets or endangering the American economy, that is still yet to play out. The shadow boxing, the posturing, the initial meet and greets, the theater of it all is well underway. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.